And I remember looking at my dad. I'm like, okay, we're dead. We're going to, our, our livers are going to be cut. Like they're going to be carved out and sold in the black market. I was like 12 thinking this. <laughs> Might've been right after I saw you- Silence of the Land. Welcome back to Life in the Left Lane. I'm Tom, and I am joined by my friend Austin. And guess what? What? We're in the same room. I know. Together. I know. Like old times. Yeah, it's been a while. It's weird. It's really weird. This brings back good memories mm-hmm. and, and lots of bad memories. Not working with you. Those are the And then some memories. no memories. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, Defin- there's definitely a good chunk of episodes that I don't remember A good recording. chunk? <laughs> How many of those episodes did we do when, like- completely drunk like well i feel like you were always a little bit more drunk because yeah. i had to do all this yeah so i couldn't be yeah. too drunk yeah yeah and, and i had a very very obvious <laughs> drinking problem too <laughs> yeah. and i don't remember maybe 90 percent. Mm-hmm. like i always tell people this i don't remember interviewing aoc i know it happened you it don't just, remember it no, no i remember it no my memory is so gone <laughs> from 2017 <laughs> so gone interesting but uh, yeah you got a new couch mm-hmm. which i'm sitting on and you're not enjoying but i am <laughs> my tush is definitely enjoying this couch there you go i'm just saying it is a very comfortable couch yeah, yeah. it is yeah. i like it uh and and yeah we're back we're, we're here we're ready to go a lot of things have been happening in the news uh <laughs> yeah that's an understatement do you think things are going on <laughs> things are happening things are taking place mm-hmm. uh but first of all how are you i'm good just got back yesterday yeah from uh actually the trip wasn't too bad i was expecting it to be worse because i had to take a bus from new york to pennsylvania at rush hour yeah that's really bad those that could be really bad. i know that's what i mean and was luckily, it a marts uh yes it was actually marts buses are either great or they break down <laughs> there's yeah, no the thing. there's this, no in-between. this was great and the driver was funny Really? And it was, yeah, it was a good time. I've never heard any of my bus drivers in oh, any time. I heard him like when you go through the gate and then you have to pay, like, well, not pay, but you show them the ticket. Yeah. And um, I had it on my phone because that's the other thing I love about Marts. Not that this is, Marts does not sponsor us. And uh, by the way, <laughs> if you, Marts, want to sponsor the show, yeah. that's okay because my dad takes your. Let me pitch this for okay, a second. Go ahead. My dad has been taking Mart's buses for like 30 years. And you know how much your tickets are, Mart's? Just saying. Sponsorship would be beneficial. Yeah. Go on. Okay. So the thing I like about it is that you can get the ticket on your phone. Mm-hmm. Where like every other bus company that you can take between the city and here, you have to go buy a ticket the from actual the- paper ticket? Yeah, really? From- yeah, the counter. Have they not? Other companies have not updated their shit yet. No. What the fuck? Isn't that fucked up? It's really fucked yeah, up. That's what I thought. It's stupid. Yeah. So, but Marts is like um, almost twice as much as yeah, the other expensive. tickets. Yeah, they're expensive. And so, I mean, anymore it's not that big a deal. But for a long time, that was the big like. I was just like, I can't afford to take Marts that often. Yeah. Um, when you go to show them the ticket. The electric ones usually take a little bit longer because they have to scan them. Sure. And so while he was getting his app ready, because they scan them with their phone. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so while he was getting his app ready, um, he was like, where are you going? Because they have to ask where. Because when they make okay. multiple stops, yeah. they ask you which stop you're going to. Because right. if people don't want to go to a stop, they skip it. Right. And it saves everybody time. And he's like, effort? And I was like, oh, Broadheadsville. And he's like, oh, that was close. <laughs> and it's just... 
making a couple jokes about okay. some of the stops. Wow. And I was like, I've, yeah, because I was thinking the same thing that you was like, I've never like had any meaningful interaction never i've never even never even heard my bus driver, especially is, the marts ones they but just this is cranky. the second time it's like it's that specific bus because i've taken that bus twice on that the same time yeah and the same guy does the route and both times he's been funny i gotcha and so it's like oh, it's just that one guy the yeah, one bus driver good. and the one route so anyway yeah so that could the rush hour could have been bad could have been but luckily it wasn't the ride went pretty smooth we got good I got to my stop like 10 minutes earlier than I should have. There you go. Wow. And it was On just like, hour, yeah. And it was just like, well. I feel like people, the the sense I got when I was in Port Authority, because I got there like an hour early. Because mm-hmm. there was another thing, like I took an Uber or um, Lyft actually from my apartment to uh, Port Authority. Okay. And I know, I know what people are thinking. It's like, why are you taking Lyft and Uber when you could take um, a taxi? A taxi? Well, taxis are unionized. Okay. They pay their drivers better. Okay, but they're taxis, and you're well, probably going to lose a kidney on your way no, there. No, taxis are, in, I have to say, you the taxis convince. in New York yeah. are much nicer than they used to be. You're not going to convince me. Okay. I went in one when I was like 12. And but see, this is the thing. I like, thought we were, I thought, because he missed our road, he missed our turn off, yeah. and I remember looking at my dad, I'm like, okay, we're dead. We're going to, our, our livers are going to be cut, like they're going to be carved out and sold in the black market. I was like 12 thinking this, by the way. <laughs> Might have been right after I saw you, Silence of the Lambs. And so you were taking, you are taking a cab in the city? To where? Uh, did we just discuss that I don't remember 2017? <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'm just saying because like if it's in the outer boroughs, it might, like, it might No, it was Manhattan, staying in Manhattan. Okay. Yeah. It was but still scary. I've no, like since I've moved there, I've noticed the taxis are a lot different than when I used to visit. Okay, they're a lot nicer, and you can call them with an app. Well, I would hope but, so. But the problem is that they don't come up all the way uptown. Oh, and so there's not many. There's way more Lyft and Uber. It's like, and I think it's because a lot of them haven't gotten over that, like that pre 1990 conception of like above 125th Street. Okay, which is what used to be like the the bad Harlem in the old days. Gotcha. But now it's, you know, it's pretty nice, actually. I mean, we have art galleries and coffee shops. I mean, we, for Pride, <laughs> I went over, I stayed at your place, yeah. and we were walking around with Pride shirts on, and I don't think there was a single moment where I felt like I was in danger no. at all. And when they have, and when they have, like, there is a Pride parade that is just for, like, Uptown in the Bronx, yeah. and- they go through right down my street. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, and people, like, when I see them, people sit out there and they cheer and they sell their, like, the, this one lady sells really good empanadas. And <laughs> <laughs> that's always a good sign. Yeah. It's always a good and sign. And it's just like, yeah, there's no, I don't ever feel uncomfortable in my neighborhood either. Oh, yeah. But I, actually, to be honest, I feel more uncomfortable in my neighborhood that I live in now. Like, compared- Oh, I feel way more uncomfortable when I come here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And th- that just had me thinking. I was telling you this a little bit before when I got here. This is the first time I've been back up in this area in months. Yeah. In months. Yeah. And and before that, I hadn't been here for months. So yeah. I've only been up to this area a couple times this entire year. Yeah. And I grew up in this area, so it's really strange. But coming back through in, into this part of town- as soon as you get off the highway, it's like you went back 80 years. Yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah. Because like I live now in a quote unquote city. It's a small, it's a very small city, but 
you know, it's got a lot of buildings in, in, in a little area for, mm-hmm. and for us, that's a city. Uh, and you know, it's not like the most progressive place in the world, but just 45 minutes down the road, it feels different. It feels yeah. so backwards. Like yeah. I thought I was going to run by a clan rally. That's just driving up I know. here. Yeah, that's how I when I come up here too. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad to be back having <laughs> this conversation with you. <laughs> Speaking of clan rallies, I hear the impeachment inquiry is still going on, mm. um, and I figure maybe we should start with that. Let's do it, yeah. All right. I didn't watch too much of this round. This is, I think, what, day five? Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched a little bit of it, and I'll, I'll tell you why I didn't finish watching it. Okay. I was fully ready to watch uh, day five, mm-hmm. because Fiona Hill was up, and I, I she's one of the people that I've known to be. I thought this was going to be interesting and yeah. it certainly was. It was. yeah. But here's my problem with it. The way that it, it pretty much seems to work. And I don't know if it's a, a rule or it's just Adam shift giving, you know, uh, time, uh, like breaking it up. But the way he would do it, start with a Democrat, go back to shift, mm-hmm. then go to a Republican, then back to shift, then a Democrat, then a Republican. Well, that's like, that's like the second half. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, the first half, it's Schiff, he gives his opening statement. I, I missed the opening okay. statement this time, so, so I'm basically, talking just here's, here's how they've all broken down, because I know you haven't got a chance to watch a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So they had basically this format. Uh, Schiff would start okay. with his opening statement. Oh, well, first they would swear in the witnesses, obviously. Well, yeah. Um, and then Schiff would have his opening statement, and then he had to give it over to Nunez, for, or Nunez, I'm sorry, for his... And stop trying to make him sound exotic. <laughs> I know. He's not. He's not. <laughs> He's not exotic. And he would go on his bizarre alternate reality rants. Yes. Which were always wow. very interesting. Just went through puberty. There again. you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd go ahead, to, tell me more. You'd have to hear him for five minutes, which was mm. excruciating. That's it's a long that's a long time yeah. to listen to him. And then um the Democrats, or the majority in this case, would get 45 minutes of questioning time. Then the Republicans would get 45 minutes of questioning Straight? time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then there was a break. Oh, so I missed all it, that. And then okay. it goes back and okay. forth. Well, so but I the guess- thing is, well, with The thing with the 45 minutes is, um, they're usually, it's not member questions, usually. Okay. So each side has appointed counsel. And so there are two lawyers asking questions as if it were a trial. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds boring, so I'm glad I missed that part anyway. So fast forward to the fun part. I don't remember exactly what the names of these Republicans were, nor do I actually care. Actually, you know what? Doesn't matter. No. All like group I, thinking. Yeah, anyway. I don't yeah. care anyway. But um, so the Democrat would start, ask Fiona Hill a question or a couple of questions, and it, like intellectual discussion between the two, as if the Democrats actually looking to get to the bottom of this. Oh, crazy. It and is then, a bit crazy. And then it would go to the Republican, and the Republican would not ask a single question. Just start spewing the story and this like sob story of how Trump is being attacked and this is a witch and Adam no. Schiff won't get this board of people. No. These people that I wrote on this board, they're Adam Schiff won't have them come in. Yeah, you're like weird fantasy. Yeah witnesses yeah that that most have nothing to do with nothing <laughs> they would yell and bah, 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 and then it goes like to, they want to talk to joe biden's son yeah they want to talk to hunter for yeah, i know this has like i don't know look here's the thing even if there was something nefarious about mm-hmm. hunter biden working for that company yeah and to be honest i mean it's obvious nepotism yeah oh it definitely is but that's not a crime <laughs> 
I guess not. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what the at, exact look at the president's kids. Would be. Well, that's true. Yeah. I mean, they all work in the administration. Yeah, and one of them is like running foreign policy yeah. in the Middle East. So, so there's no way yeah. that if nepotism is not a crime within the government, there's yeah. no way it's a crime in a private company. Obviously. And the thing is, that's not to defend them. No. Because it's wrong. Oh, it totally is. But also, it's obviously, nepotism is obviously not something Trump gives a shit about. No, clearly not. Mm-hmm. But anyway, like, so then it would go back to a Democrat. Democrat would ask questions, and then we went to the second Republican. This is, there's yeah. three Republicans involved in this. Then that second Republican did the exact same thing. Oh, yeah. They have their talking points. Yeah. Yeah. But no questions. Mm. It's like, it got to the point, and I was watching a Twitch streamer named Hutch, and he was uh, talking over this, and he's uh, very left-wing as well, mm-hmm. and he's just getting super frustrated, like I am. He's just like, where's the fucking questions? Then it goes to a Democrat, same thing. The crowd, you can tell, t- I don't want to say crowd, but the people in the in, in the room were like snickering, and the, they were laughing, because the yeah. Republicans were embarrassing themselves. And then finally, the third Republican comes up, does the exact same thing, but in a different way. It wasn't as accusing, he wasn't accusing yeah. as much. It was yeah. more, uh, it was a former soldier, kind of like, as Hutch said, uh, it was kind of like a uh, the, the Tulsi Gabbard of the Republicans. That's the gotcha. kind of vibe. Yeah. After that person was done, Fiona Hill was like, okay, can I talk? So Adam yeah. Schiff allowed her to talk because yeah. they weren't asking her anything. They were just like accusing. Yeah. And she goes into uh, thanking that Republican for not being the others and then says, I wish the other two were still here. Yeah. And it dawned on me at that moment. They, they left. fucking left. Yeah. They left. Yeah. They they did their thing and then they left the fucking hearing. Yep. How much, how cowardice is that? It's pretty bad. It's so embarrassing. Yeah. Was it's it like, shocking though? A little. Really? Yeah, to me it's oh. a little shocking. I find I find nothing about their conduct shocking because it's exactly I just I feel expected. like they sh- that should be an illegal thing to do. Like you can't just leave in the middle of the hearing. Yeah, there is something for like, you know, if you're in there, you should be in there. You should be in there. Yeah. If you want to ask questions, yeah. you should have to listen to the whole fucking thing. If it wasn't already obvious that they're defending something that can't be defended, which it was already obvious, now it's definitely obvious because they're so scared that they're going to get confronted yeah. that as soon as they do their little little thing, their yeah. little spiel, yeah. they leave and they're gone. And now I don't have to deal with it. Yeah. And no one really knows who these Republicans are because they're not big. They're not Jim Jordans. They're not Nunes. And they're, they're not these guys. So it's like, yeah, no one's going to really care. And that was kind of the way it happened. That little part, it was like a 20-minute a segment that I was watching. Yeah. I got so frustrated with the fact that they left, I couldn't watch anymore. Yeah. Like, I want to know what's happening in this, and I'll get the updates in, in, when, yeah. when these articles get posted. But it's just posted. frustrating. But yeah, I can't, I can't fucking watch this. Yeah. And it makes me think, because it, it, it looks almost clear that Trump is going to get impeached by the House. I oh, would yeah. be, I'd I, be very shocked I feel shocked like that was true before any of this. Yeah. I'd be shocked if he doesn't. Mm-hmm. But- I, can't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to sit through the Senate hearings. I just don't think I'm going to uh, be able yeah, to. Yeah, I know. They're going to be frightening. I'm going to be so mad. And I have to listen to Lindsey Graham. Oh, my God. I forgot <laughs> that he'd be involved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think he might be the... No. Maybe he's oh, not the ranking member. Of the Rand DJ. Paul, who's been recently stumping with Trump in Kentucky in his, oh, yeah. in his home state. Like, he's going to be talking. And I don't want to hear any of these people talk. <laughs> no. I want to hear them. The only way I want to hear them talk is in the concession speech. Yeah. When they're being voted out. That's all I want. 
<laughs> I know the Senate portion of this is going to be ridiculous. It's going to be horrific. Yeah. It's not going to be fun to watch. No. Um, I think what I'm hoping to get out of this is I'm hoping draws enough public attention that people who are right on the fence of voting for Trump or not will look at the Republicans, watch them embarrass themselves because that's all. There's no way you can actually defend this. I mean, you can. I don't know if you look on right wing news sites. They think it's over. Yeah, but they think that the witnesses exonerated not. Trump. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that what is? Are That's they watching they the same? Are they watching the same hearings? I know. Hmm. I know. It's interesting. Yeah, because they think <laughs> they think because Sondland, there's the conversation that Sondland reported them having where Trump says, "I don't want anything." Yeah. No quid pro quo. Yeah. They think that's exonerating, but yeah. it's not because. All of his actions and all the actions of the people who worked for him, carrying out the policy that he obviously wanted, all of them point towards exactly what he wants. Oh, yeah. And we know that he lies. Oh, yeah. All the time. Like, nobody, I think, that's ever held office has no. lied like this. No. So, the fact that there was a direct, you know, conversation where he lied to Sondland yeah. is not surprising. No. No. And it wouldn't be surprising. It, and, and, and it if, shouldn't be surprising if, like, he's doing work behind the scenes yeah and the thing is if it were true that he didn't want anything in return then none of the actions of anybody else make no, sense no it's it's ridiculous you can say all you want like he can go and say i yeah. i i don't want anything from you that's yeah. fine but that's not the truth no. and it's so obvious in all the actions that trump's been doing for the last four years yeah it's obvious that he yeah. wants something he he is the type of person where he's not clever enough to do something unless he needs something done yeah so the only reason why you would ever contact Ukraine in this situation is for that reason. Yeah. And may I remind everybody that Please do. in his testimony, Michael Cohen said that he said that Trump never does anything directly. Yeah. That yeah. he will exactly. use his you know, men around him to get it done. Fucking exactly. And so this all, it all paints that picture. Yeah. He got his little minions around him, in this case, Rudy Giuliani being the head minion. Which is such a bad yeah. head minion to have. I mean, yeah. Like, if you're going to strategically plan this, yeah. in no scenario should the person in charge of this be Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to imagine the conversation he's having with, like, Ukrainian officials. Oh, my God. He's like, have you guys heard about 9-11? <laughs> yeah. I was mayor of New York City during 9-11. And then I can and imagine like, Rudy, in, everybody knows that. Yeah. And in this fictitious world where that actually would work, the Ukraine president would be like, What? Oh, also <laughs> interesting fact about the Ukraine president. Yeah. Um, and this I can't believe how overlooked this has been. The Ukraine president was elected in a wave election that was um mostly a protest against corruption, basically. Yeah, yeah. The the, the and, whole point of him being in was to try to clean up the very corrupt system. But, <laughs> He got elected in large part because he played the president on a Ukrainian TV show and what? then ran for president. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Yeah. What? Yeah. So he, he played the president on a Ukrainian television show. Okay. And then it's been off the air for a little while. I, yeah. From what I understand. Sounds like a great show. And then he decided uh, to run. So that's as if Kevin Spacey ran for president. Well, he's not the one I would have picked. I would, because I'm pretty sure in the show, the president was portrayed as a good person. Oh. I would say more like the guy from the West Wing. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. So if that guy um, ran for president. Martin, uh, is it Martin Sheen that plays that? No. Oh, is it? Yeah. 
Martin Sheen's yeah, the president Sheen. in West Wing. Yeah, you're right? right. Which, by the way, if you haven't seen The West Wing, whoever's listening, it's a great show. <laughs> it's it's okay. I, I like it. I like it a lot. It's I a, have lots of issues with it because it's Aaron Sorkin. I don't know what that means. Okay, so Aaron Sorkin. That just sounds like a, a bad pill that you're not supposed to take. It's yeah. like, have you taken it Aaron is. Sorkin? Yeah, it is a bad pill you shouldn't take. <laughs> okay. Because he is the definition of a centrist. Oh. Okay. And, and his idea with the West Wing was like, this is how like my ideal government would run. Like, cause they're, cause he's like, they always make shows about government being run poorly. Right. He's like, what if they made one about government being run well? But if you watch that show, it's all like, no, it's not being run well. It's no. being run. Yeah. I, like it's being I didn't run know that status quo. So I didn't know anything about the yeah. writer or anything like that. Um, the only issue I've ever had with the show is the attempts at comedy in the show uh, are the weakest parts. Yeah. Well, Sorkin can't write comedy. Yeah. Like I forget what the guy's name is, but, uh, the, the guy who plays like the, um, the the advisor to Trump. He's got like the wild hair. He, I forgot what his name oh, is. Oh, I know who you're talking about. But like he he makes these weird jokes all throughout the show. Yeah. All like eight seasons of the yeah, show. Yeah. And they're never I don't think I've ever laughed or even chuckled at one of them. But the show itself is it's I think it's still a pretty decent show. Yeah, it just it annoys me because it's like that's his vision of as good as government gets. Yeah. Is that well, he might be right. Because it's basically <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's basically just Clinton's presidency because he followed Clinton around. It's a little it. it's a little bit more progressive in, in than Clinton's presidency. There's a couple episodes, especially the uh, Supreme Court one. Uh I don't know if you've ever seen that one or or um they pretty much no, it's they, been a while they, since I watched they were this weighing show. between a few candidates. Mm-hmm. Um one of them was like a Latino man who has a really progressive record and one was this white guy who would get very moderate to right wing like question free speech and stuff like that but are oh, you talking about Merrick Garland yeah kind of <laughs> but would guarantee to be passed in the in in, in the yeah, that's Senate. what Obama thought too. yeah <laughs> um so they put him up and then the whole staff is like no we we want this progressive guy and they eventually Spoiler, they eventually go with the progressive guy in the last second switch. So mm. there's moments like that in the show that I, I personally appreciate. Does the progressive get the votes? Listen, this was in the 90s. <laughs> Things were different, okay? okay? We were still not allowed to, you know, <laughs> yeah, know. tell the world that, yeah. you know. But well, it just makes me laugh because Obama made the same calculation, came yeah. with the opposite and still yeah. didn't get his seat. <laughs> yeah, But he was black. Obama was, but the nominee wasn't. No, that doesn't. No one cares about the nominee. <laughs> the Republicans were like, "Well, it's just yes, like, we like this guy, but you're black. We don't want." Well, you. it's just like, uh, it's like Obama never met Mitch McConnell, right? And it's like you thought you really thought he would put one of your picks through. <laughs> no. So if you're not going to, at least nominate somebody good. And by the way, I don't really think it was just off of the fact that Obama was black. I just think that uh, it had a lot to do with it. They've definitely seemed to. They, they hated tougher Ob- on, they on hated Obama, Obama with a fervor that yeah. they did not other with other Democrats. Democrats yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's it was very obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, do you have any other notes for the um, impeachment? Any any highlights for you? The Fiona well, I mean, Hill, uh, Fiona Hill killed it. I think she did fantastically. She, she yeah, both yesterday were good. I mean, Sondland was the one that sealed the case. Yeah, when he said that everybody knew there was mm-hmm. a quid pro quo. That's yeah. it. It was over. That's a, that's a damning statement. Yeah. And there were some really funny pictures of him. <laughs> just like Of who? Sondland. Sondland, yeah. really? I didn't see the pictures. Oh, yeah. It's just it's one where weird. like everybody else is kind of like tense and 
and terse and it's like about it's about to go to break and he's just like looking right at the camera i don't know how the camera the photographer caught it but he just like looks right at him and has this like funny look on his face and it's just like if if trump ever did get removed that would be the picture that went down in history (laughs) really yeah that that good huh it's just funny because it's just so bizarre because oh, yeah. it didn't it didn't fit the like the mood of the day except for him because he seemed like loose and relaxed. Yeah. And um I know somebody like some of the commentators were saying that it might be because, you know, he got to tell the truth. It's just like sometimes True. when you get to tell the truth yeah. it's like a big weight off your shoulders. Yeah, yeah you can normally tell even an yeah. expert liar, you yeah. can normally tell when they're lying. They might just be better at hiding it, but there's yeah. still something about it. Yeah. And if you're calm and cool and I don't, I, I didn't see this myself, but yeah. if you're calm and cool about something, it's most likely because it's it's just easier to say. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. it's easier to say. Yeah. Like put put like as an example, hiding your sexuality was super hard at times, but like now that you don't have to do it, it's like yeah, it's just it, yeah, it's just way everything's just a lot easier. Everything's easier. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's true. I'm sure that for a lot of these people, getting this off their chest is probably um, yeah a very good thing for them. And then yeah, the two yesterday, just their contempt they had. Mm. for the republicans made me laugh yep especially uh uh, hill because she was just like i could tell that the one thing that pissed her off more than anything was this constant conspiracy theory about uh like ukraine having the dnc server oh i know i know and like she more than anybody even the other democrats like more than anybody that's been talking for the past week was just like pissed off at that specific thing. It's like, it's enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that didn't happen. It's bullshit. And members of this committee need to stop pretending like it did. <laughs> you know what else I realized? And this is going to sound, sound crazy. You, I guarantee you already knew this, but I had no idea she was English. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so she's starting to talk and I'm like, oh, oh, that's interesting. Well, it's bad because there's a right wing writer who put on Twitter. It's like, are any Americans going to testify against Trump in this hearing? <laughs> it's like. Were there other foreigners that were speaking? Um, I guess Vinland is, but I guess because he wasn't necessarily born in the United States. One of them was was had had to defend. Yeah, it's true. I can't think of anything. Yeah, I, one of them had to defend themselves. They're like, "Oh, I was born in the U- I was born in Ukraine, but I'm an American." Yeah, I forgot that might have been Vinland. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, <sighs> that's a good point, Colonel. But Lieutenant even so, Colonel it's two. Vinland. It's two out of the like. Don't correct me. Seven people who've testified. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like they get and the one also Americans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it seriously. doesn't matter. Is Fiona Hill American? I assume she was. Yeah. Well, yeah. I would. You would imagine, but I mean, I'm I pretty sure. I don't know. Uh but yeah, she so works the, for the American government. Yeah. <laughs> sort of Schwarzenegger. <laughs> but that's well, the he thing. was an American citizen. Yeah. Right? When you become an American citizen, you're an American. That's how it works. It's just hard to imagine <laughs> Schwarzenegger as a, a as an American because his accent has never changed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is never, never it's lost. It's gotten a that. little more intelligible. Has it? Yeah, really? because I've seen his really old movies. Yeah, and it's just like it was just a word salad. It's like, what are you saying, Arnold? And that's why they didn't have him talk very much. By the way, completely random. But did you know Sylvester Stallone got his start in porn? <laughs> <laughs> that's how he got his name. Sylvester Stallone is his porn name. Is it? That's what I was told. It's not a very good porn name. It's a fantastic porn name. Sylvester Stallone. So the the way you're supposed to create your porn name, from what I understand, is you're supposed to take the street that you were first born on, 
like or the one that you were raised on, I guess, and your first pet, and you're supposed to name them. Interesting. And if that was my case, my name would be Sylvester Switzgable, <laughs> which is such an amazing name. <laughs> think about it. I still don't think it's a good. Point, oh man. come on! No, right, fine. It sounds like an amazing like a uh, news an broadcaster. Act- a news? Oh, yeah. That's so boring. I wanted something exciting, like an action movie star, which it could be. No. Sylvester Switzgable? Yeah. All right, that sounds like, like a news. <laughs> like, and and the weather looks like it'll be nice this week. I'll the weather? You're giving me the fucking no, weather? No, the weather guy is throwing it back to you. Oh, okay. Back to Sylvester yeah. Switzgable? Wow, that does. What's the... What's I mean, the... it's better than Wolf Blitzer. No, it's not. Wolf Blitzer is a great... It's like a military strategy, but um, what was yeah, that? Yeah, by the Nazis. What was that? Um, that's th- why he shouldn't be giving the Holocaust retrospective. There was a, a Republican uh, uh, commentator on Fox News. He passed away. He was he was handicapped. He was uh, f- he had a very deep accent. I forgot what his name was. Like something Hammer. Oh, do you know what I'm talking about? He I passed do. away a couple yeah, like, a year ago or something like that. But he had a really good name too. Yeah. Like Sebastian Gorka. That's yeah. a good name for, for Sebastian Gorka. <laughs> for what he does. Uh, how about we switch uh, gears for a little bit? And all the girly men who are trying to bring this president down. <laughs> I remember I remember him saying that. That's yeah. so stupid. Uh, well, I was actually getting... We it's gonna- just funny because it's funny to hear all those like really lazy right-wing name calling mm-hmm. out oh of God, that it's voice so <laughs> it's so bad like from the last episode because oh, he you know he has a call-in show oh no. like he has a radio show really Sebastian Gorka, yeah and somebody like prank calling him he's like <laughs> so oh good. i see what's going on here it's just another soy boy <laughs> <laughs> it's like what's wrong with you sebastian Gorka? <laughs> a soy boy I'm a soy boy. I like it. Um, actually, I don't like soy. Now I was going to say, it. when do you eat soy? <clears throat> when I was a soy? vegan, I, I oh, ate a lot you? of soy, but then mm. I was told that it wasn't really great for you. It's not. Yeah. So, hey, listen, I, I've done a lot of things for my body that are probably not good for me. What the fuck's the difference? Yeah. Hmm, I'm not going to argue that. When I was a little kid, I don't know if I should even, like, I get made fun of enough. I don't think I need any more fuel for the fire. But I used to take batteries and I used to put my tongue on the tip of the batteries <laughs> because it like tingled. Just the tip? Yeah. Just the tip. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> okay. Um, because I used to like tingle and it had this weird taste. And now that I understand what's in a battery, I'm thinking that explains a lot. Explains a lot is how I'm here right now. Yeah. Uh, wow. Democratic debate. <laughs> So the Democratic debate happened. Yeah. Um, Hold on, wait. Before we get to the debate. Yeah, let's wait. Let's let's, wait to debate. (laughs) Edging the debate is good. Speaking of edging, let's talk about Pete Buttigieg. Speaking of edging, let's talk about Pete Buttigieg? Well, he has edged twice in his last name. Oh, oh, that's not what I imagined. (laughs) I am... Do you want to know what I imagined? <laughs> no. Like, okay. <laughs> so let's talk not. about Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> let's, let's get away from this now. I also think it's funny that Heath didn't know what edging was. He knew. Did I don't he? believe it. You don't believe it? No. I have a hard time believing it, too. I mean, how do you not know what that means? Especially him. It's like- It didn't make your... me laugh. It's like, I mean, like, if you miss? It's like, no, not if you miss. 
That's but like that's not even close. Like you can't even <laughs> think of that word and come up with that solution. You have to purposely be that dumb. Yeah. I agree. But anyway. You're still welcome on our show. Totally Just inside saying. baseball we're on that one. <laughs> we're totally friends on Facebook, by the way. So responding to oh, one yeah, of my messages yeah. would have been nice. But Ooh, ouch. We'll move on. Go on. <laughs> so so Pete Buttigieg has a Blafrican problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. Hold on. We got to reel this in. <laughs> We'll start with Blafrican because that- By the way, I think that's going to be the name of the episode. Pete Buttigieg has a Blafrican problem. <laughs> all right. We have to- All right. This is all messed up, but we're going to get to it. Yeah. This happened during the debate, so mm-hmm. we got to talk about just this little part just first. Just that part first. Okay. That's okay. fair. Because you have to explain what Blafrican is. Um, all right. So, Joe Biden- He might not have the best way of speaking, and I can relate. I have problems like this, too. I said mm. implications. You know what, though? I don't think this is like just a matter of him tripping over his words. Did this was I didn't see this happen. Did this not like it wasn't a trip of words? It, he he specifically no, said he, Blafrican. He had trouble speaking during the second half of that debate. Yeah, that's what I was told. And, and we'll I think his brain that. is turning to mush. Oof. And he just he didn't hesitate. He wasn't like black, black African. He was just like. It just that's he how just, the word came That's out. the word. Yeah. It's just like Blafrican. It's like my Blafricans. <laughs> no, that would have been funny. <laughs> With the snap of the yeah. finger, imagine that. <laughs> no, I oh, can't no. even remember what the context was. As soon as I heard it, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that, I'm done. That got your attention. <laughs> that got your attention. Okay. Well, it's also because like the only there's only one person I know, and it's funny because we talked about him before. I only know one person too. Yeah, I only know. <laughs> we only know each other. <laughs> I've never met anyone else. There's only one person I know that uses the phrase "black African," mm-hmm. and that is Sebastian Gorka. Oh no! Yeah, he says "black Africans," but he doesn't say "black Africans." No, but it just makes like it because I knew exactly what he was thinking. He wanted to say "black Africans." Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because he like. For some reason, Sebastian Gorka needs to specify which Africans he's talking about. Yeah, because there's a few white Africans, I guess. The South Africans, yeah. yeah. But nobody ever is talking about them. No, no (laughs) one. When they're talking about about American domestic. Yeah, no one. (laughs) And you shouldn't, because they're fine. Yeah. So the fuck. But yeah, Sebastian Gorka always says, and it's the problem with the black Africans. (laughs) Why? Wow, that just sounds bad. Anyway, go on. Of course it does. Well, so so I so that made me laugh. Yeah. Because I was just thinking, oh, does he listen to Sebastian Gorka too? <laughs> oh, no. I sure hope not. I sure and, hope not. And uh, and I think the problem is, in his mind, he was thinking, he wanted to say, with the blacks. Yeah. Like, I think whatever sense he was like, he yeah. was going to say blacks. And then he realized, somewhere in his brain, it's like, that's, that's not, not a good idea. <laughs> that's So he wanted to say idea. African-Americans. He never got the American part out. And he missed the first half of the word African. Oh! Oh, and he combined so it with bad. black. This is so, so it just bad. came out Blafrican. Oh no. That's so bad. <laughs> yeah. It's so bad. It's like it's already bad enough that everyone's starting to feel like, okay, he's starting to lose his mind. But yeah. now you got Blafricans. Blafricans. Okay. So we'll move forward. We'll get back to Blafricans and the rest of how the, the rest of the candidates. But we're so now with Pete Butt Judge. Yeah, so Pete Buttigieg. But judge <laughs> comes out but with judge, this judge. Uh, this or was a boot judge judge but press anyway. announcement that he's gotten a bunch of endorsements on his Douglas plan. Oh my god, this is great! So his Douglas plan is basically like a way 
to help African Americans get more involved yes. in like businesses and giving you know giving better grants. Yes, and, which is you know fine. It's also an obvious ploy to get black voters what? because he was mayor of his little town. Yes. And he never implemented any of these. No. As a matter of fact, he's being called out for his lack of attention, I guess, to the black community oh, in South Bend. The black community in South Bend has totally been misserved yeah. by people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he fired the own, their first black uh, police chief. The police chief, you know. For pointing out bigotry in the police. Yeah. Um, South Bend, parts of South Bend are very gentrified. Yeah. And becoming increasingly gentrified. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of things that are pointing toward Buttigieg. And Buttigieg, for some reason, met with a Tea Party group and was trying to, like, build bridges with them. Yeah, I don't know what that's which, all about. Like, if you're, if you're going to try to build bridges with Republicans, you don't pick the ones furthest on the right. Yeah, like, that's literally yeah. the... For, yeah. The, yeah. Those are Nazis. <laughs> These yeah. are insane they're, people. They're, well, yeah. they're close to it, yeah. for sure. And so it's like... So all of that... As backstory. Yes. To say that he released this plan mm -hmm. and he said he had all of these yes. endorsements. You want me to take over from here? Yes. And what did <laughs> we find out, Tom? Well, this is from Slate.com. As you can imagine, nothing went wrong. Everything was fine. And there were 400 black people that endorsed him. Black Africans. 400. <laughs> 400 sounds like a lot. That's good news for him, right? On October 25th, Pete Butt Judge... <laughs> Uh, his presidential campaign released the following, and there's a picture on Slate.com. You can check it out. Uh, it's literally just Pete 2020. Really boring, by the way, as you pointed out. It looks like a baseball team kind of thing. No. And it says uh, HBCU Times, more than 400 South Carolinians endorsed Mayor Pete. Wow, that's great news. Yeah. The link goes on to an article in the HBCU Times. HBCU stands for Historically Black Colleges and Universities. Mm hmm which is credited with three with the three prominent black South Carolina figures above in the picture, uh, and more than 400 uh, Douglas Plan endorsers. Everything seems to be lining up. Well, the problem, and there is a problem. And it's a huge one. Yeah, it's a minor no, problem. It's This is... Is it bad? Do you think this is bad? This, this right. might be the worst thing. I'm just trying to think, like, this might be the worst thing a presidential primary candidate, a serious presidential mm -hmm. primary candidate has done yeah. since, um, allegedly, Hillary Clinton's uh, camp circulated pictures of Obama in a turban. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the problem. I'll let the listeners decide. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's pretty bad. Spoiler alert. When The Intercept dug into this endorsement... It found that two of the three top line black politicians. Now, not two of the three of the four. Like this is two of the top line, yeah. the ones that are supposed to be touting this. Uh, did he mention who they were? Um, in the email it says by Columbia County or by Columbia City Council Member uh, Tamika Devine, South Carolina Democratic Party Black Caucus Chair uh, Johnny Cordero. Um, there's a couple other, a couple pastors too. I'm, I'm assuming those are a couple of the big ones. Oh, yeah. That um, makes sense. But when the Intercept dug into this endorsement, it found that two of the three never endorsed the Douglas plan and that at least 40% of 40%. the 400 individuals whose names were on that list were not black. <laughs> As a matter of fact, they weren't Latino or Latina. They were white. Nah. 40%. Of the 400 were white. <laughs> so, 
So he oh, no. he released something with fake endorsements, mm-hmm. and forty percent of the fake endorsements are white. Yeah, for this Douglas plan, and I think I don't know if that story has it, but um, they did. They talked about this on the Majority Report as well, and apparently the way that oh they, the campaign claimed these were yeah. endorsements was because they sent out an email uh-huh. to all of the people yeah. saying. Hey, if you endorse this plan, just don't say anything and we'll assume it's an endorsement. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to endorse it, email us back and we'll take your name off the list. Here's you want to hear yes, what, the official version, go ahead. So well no, but somebody oh. responded. Oh, okay, go ahead. Uh, Representative Ivory Thigpen re- responded, one of the people mentioned on this list. Also, that is a great name. Ivory Thigpen. <laughs> yeah. Pen? yeah, it's great. I've never I've honestly never heard of this person, but uh-huh. um it sounds like a series of like everything like teen adventure books. Sure. I can hear that. Uh it's not as good as Ben Jarvis Green Ellis, but it's a good name. Uh quote Even though I have had conversations with the Buttigieg campaign, it was clear to me, or at least I thought I made it clear to them, that I was a strong Bernie Sanders supporter, actually co-chair of the state, and I was not seeking to endorse their candidate or their plan. But what I had talked about was potentially giving them a quote of support and continuing the conversation, because I do think it's a very important conversation to have. Jesus Christ. (laughs) And then, quote from Johnny Cordero, Cordero, who also was listed on here, quote, I never endorsed that plan. I don't know how they got my name on there. No, it's not true. I don't know how my name got there, Cordero began, before explaining that Bougez had emailed him the plan and asked for feedback, which had begun a conversation with Bougez's staff. Uh, Also says, I had some difficulties with it. The long and the short was that they never sufficiently answered my questions, so I never actually endorsed the plan. (laughs) I mean, this is that's bad. that's not a good that's not a good look, Austin. Now, just, as if the just, Buttigieg campaign didn't already have a bad look with African Americans. Yes, the black ish the Africans. <laughs> now it certainly looks bad. <laughs> so, so just to tie this all up before we move on to the actual debate, what is the what was that idol or article titled is? This one from Slate. Yeah. It is uh, Mayor Pete's big announcement about black support cited people who aren't black and don't support him. (laughs) I think that sums it up pretty well. It sums it up really well. If you go to Slate.com, you can find this article. It goes into a little bit more details, a few more quotes and all that. It's just, it's a fucking mess. That that is a mess. There is a statement from Buttigieg. Should I read the statement and the response? No, fuck him. Very good. Let's move (laughs) on. Uh, Not really though, because he's not. Not my type. Yeah. He's not um, my type. But also, plus he's probably but, a top, and I'm just. <laughs> but before we before we move on to the debate, <laughs> what? He's definitely the top. Okay, you have quiet. you seen his husband? Okay, go ahead. Carolyn thinks you guys would make a good couple. Um, well, listen, <laughs> and no, you're so, not. Right. So this came out a day, maybe even a little bit before that, before the debate. Yes. Do you know how many times he's asked about it? Uh, zero. Zero. Yeah. Zero fucking t- Could you imagine if so, any other candidate okay. had done this? Okay, so there's a couple sides to this, all right? One is the wrong side, one is the right side. <laughs> one, <laughs> the wrong side is saying, well, the questions were pre-written, and they were pre-screened, and everything was all set for the debate, which I understand. Mm, I, I will... 
But I will show you why that's not an argument in a second. But, but go ahead. that's why I said it's on the wrong side. No, it's and not even that it's on the wrong side. It's you, you definitely on the wrong no, but side. You can't, you, you can't use that argument because what? of a question they did ask. Okay. Well, that that's my point, though. Yeah. That, that's why it's on the wrong side. Yeah. Uh, because there's been other situations where in the past where something's happened. And that's no, but I'm talking about a question at this debate. No, no, I know. But <laughs> my point is people have been asked in the past questions related to something that just happened right before yeah. the debate. So that's why it's on the wrong side. Yeah. Um, the right side is they should have asked. That's it. Yeah. But, well, first of all, they asked questions about the impeachment hearings that went on that day. Yeah. I'm not surprised by that. they asked Bernie Sanders if it was okay that his crowd chanted, lock him up. Oh. When talking about Trump. What was his response to that? Huh? What was his response to that? Well, he's just like, Trump's a criminal, and I'm not going to tell my crowd what to do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and my, sure. I was I was watching the debate with my uncle, and he's like, it would have been better if Bernie was just if all he just said was lock him up. <laughs> 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 Boom! Oh Ooh, man, that would have actually been pretty amazing if he did that. But the thing is, do they not understand the difference? Like uh, the centrists keep trying to act like it's the same thing, mm-hmm. like people chanting "lock her up" at Trump's rallies, yeah. and this are the same. It's they're not. Because that was led by the candidate. Yes. Talking about his direct opponent. Well, it was led by Michael Flynn. Michael Flynn was the one who started that. The first time. But yeah. Trump started. Oh, yeah. Of Trump course. went along later. Yeah, he tr- certainly did. Nah. To his credit, he did shut it down like literally the day after they won, where he's like, ah, that worked for the campaign, but yeah. now this is different. It's like enough now. Yeah. Although the funny thing is, <laughs> isn't Michael Flynn in prison now? Uh, I don't know if he's in prison, but he he was he's definitely got in he was definitely yeah. got in trouble for sure. So that and and the thing they were complaining about was a crime that they imagined that Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I know. Well, they really wanted it to be a crime, Austin. They tried their fucking hardest. Yeah, they tried. They, I know they failed. Yeah, but they tried. But Trump has committed several crimes no. that he should be in prison for. Wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. I never wanted it. Yeah. Never wanted it. And never wanted it. And I happen to think those chanters are right. He should be in prison. You have and to we be should wrong. Lock him You're up. wrong. Yeah, he should be, by the way. Yeah. I it's just I I would rather this not be the message. This is my personal opinion. If you if you disagree, that's fine. And I you might. can tell me. I don't like that kind of stuff. I never have. I in my head, I will I only this is just me though. I mm-hmm. only care about policy. I really do. And like well, every isn't time- locking up people who commit crimes a policy. No, it's not. It's not a policy. It's not a policy. It is. I don't care about this once Bernie's president. I don't give a fuck about this. Once Bernie's I think pre- he should be locked once up this pres- for the rest of his life. Once this president is gone and Bernie is in is sitting in the Oval Office, from then on, all I care about is what we're gonna do from now. I don't really care. I just don't want Trump to be in office now. The fact that like I well, just Well you can't lock him up while he's in office. My whole point is Austin. Yeah. I just don't care about this. I, I want him to go to jail. Okay. I would like that. But I don't want that to be part of the me- the message. I don't want Bernie supporters being known as that, those people who are chanting lock him up. Just focus on the policy. Like We're trying to get Bernie elected because he's the only person who can actually change Washington. No. So focus on that. The jail thing, let that happen. I don't know. Well, the thing is that Bernie has made part of his policy that he's going to prosecute um, like yeah, oil and, company executives yeah. that knew about climate change. Yeah, that's different. I that's no. I'm just saying. His point is that the wealthy have been shielded from sure. justice. Yeah, and Trump is part of that group. Yes, but again, it, 
there are more important things to be focusing on. Oh yeah, and Let, he didn't bring it up. While, and I'm not saying that this, I'm not saying the impeachment thing shouldn't be happening. I'm very happy that it's happening. I just don't well, want. I mean, he wouldn't go to prison for that anyway. No, I know, but I just don't want. Uh, I, I I just don't want that to be a focal point. Well, the thing is, it's only a focal point because the media needs something to trash. Yeah, them. but I don't really give a fuck about that about the media and stuff but like that. The question is that okay, so they have that question. And which is worse, that a bunch of Bernie supporters chanted lock him up or that Pete Buttigieg faked endorsements from black people? Oh, Pete Buttigieg. Exactly. Yeah, it's way worse. So why was one brought up? It's way worse. They shouldn't be talking about the impeachment hearing anyway. uh, I agree. uh, In these debates, because again, these debates are for you to differentiate yourself from your opponents. And to be completely honest, this isn't policy. This isn't like- Well, the thing is, and it's being handled. Yeah, it, right. Maybe and, afterwards. And none of them are in the house, so none of them have anything to do with right. it. Right. But maybe afterwards. Yeah. Whatever. But let this shit happen. And yeah. meanwhile, let's show the American public that the Democrats are about change. Yeah. So I want to hear uh, I, I want to hear more on Pete Buttigieg's bullshit Medicare for all who want it. And I want to hear them attack them for it. I want mm-hmm. questions like Joe Biden supporting the Defense of Marriage Act and no. line that with, I've always been an ally of the LGBTQ. Yeah. I want those kind of questions because those are things that are going to affect us immediately. Trump well, going to jail, It uh, once he's in jail, he's in jail. And the thing that pisses me off is they asked Buttigieg, how are you going to win over black support and never mention that he faked. So they support. asked about his poor numbers with the black community, and they didn't. And they didn't talk this. about this. Yeah, yeah, that's a crime. Yeah, that's a crime, and that is policy because yeah. that's gonna def- that's gonna directly. Oh yeah, affect- lying about people. Yeah, lying about people. Yeah. endorsing your policies. Yeah, because it shows yeah. where you stand yeah. when you're talking about people who are not your skin color. Well, and it also shows that you will do anything to win. Anything. Yeah, yeah. and, like, and that's they- why I don't like Buttigieg. Right. Like, I would way rather hear them ask those kind of questions yeah. than hear them talk about this fucking impeachment. I'm happy. I, I'm looking at the impeachment as a separate entity. Yeah. And whether or not that's correct, I really don't know and I don't care. I want that to be its own thing. Let that get handled. Well, as it should it's be, especially handle. as the hearings are going on. And let these Democratic yeah. candidates fight for position. And the thing is, like, when they asked him about impeachment stuff, they all have the same answer. So. Yeah. But that's the other thing, too. It's like, you're going to get the same answer right now, now that well, officially yeah. everyone's on board. Well, the thing is, you have, they had, like, 15 seconds to answer, and they spent a whole, like, probably, like, 10 minutes on the impeachment thing. Right. And it's just like, what's the point? It's like, this is getting handled. None of them are in the house. They have nothing to do with it yet. Right. And it's just wasted time. Yeah. Like. Like, There's I don't, only one more debate before Iowa. I know. So we don't have time to talk about stuff that they all agree on. Do you know on. what this debate felt like? A waste. It felt like a waste of time. I gained no knowledge. What did you think of, like, I I felt like it was the worst debate. So it was far. definitely the worst debate. Yeah. It was- it, The format was stupid. Yeah. The questions were stupid. The questions were by far the worst. Yeah. I, I, I did not enjoy- There was a couple good questions. Also, Rachel Maddow should be nowhere near no. a moderation panel. No. I have. A, she got so much of that Russia stuff wrong. Yeah, I know that she should be nowhere. Fuck. She shouldn't even have her own show anymore. She. So it, it's funny because in my politicals, uh, my my American government class, we were actually just talking about this, and they mentioned, um, is it Dan Rather? But so one of these big guys who was like in control of the media for so long mm-hmm. got something really wrong, 
and lost his job for for it. And I think yeah. it might have been was it Dan Rather? It might have, I'm not sure. But one of those guys from like the seventies and eighties yeah. lost his job because he made a big mistake and he hasn't been able to rebound because the American public lost complete confidence in you. Rachel Maddow really pushed for all this. Yeah. And like you said, got a lot of it wrong. Yeah. So I'm kind of with you. Yeah. Instead, you know, they fire fucking Keith Olbermann because he was a, going a little too far left, and he wasn't even that far left. Well, I had Schultz too because he wanted to cover Bernie. Yeah, and then you killed Schultz. <laughs> yeah, then he died. MSNBC. No, no, no. <laughs> MSNBC killed him. No, okay. Don't. I'm not going to say that because then we're going to get sued. <laughs> that didn't happen. Suffice to say, MSNBC is a garbage organization. Yeah, and you know what the really fucking annoying part is? When I was growing up, I liked MSNBC. I did because the last. Four people that that had shows. It ended with Keith Olbermann at nine. I think uh, Rachel Maddow was right before him, uh, and then there was uh, uh, Chris Matthews, who I never liked. Yeah. But it was different. All three were different, so I got three different sides. And then it yeah. ended with Olbermann, who I just thought was really funny, and his yeah. war between him and uh, Bill O'Reilly was hilarious. Yeah. And now you got um, uh, Lawrence O'Donnell, who's actually along the lines of like po- politically like, supposed to be, yeah. yeah. But I—that's the only person I can watch. Mm-hmm. That's the only one I can watch on. I that can show watch Hayes sometimes. Yeah, he's more in the like late afternoon though, right? Yeah, I never have time to sit down and watch. Because sometimes uh, Sam Cedar's on his show. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's right. Very occasionally. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, this debate was kind of lame. I didn't really enjoy it. Uh, New York Times, although I mean. It did get Biden to say Blafrican. There was a couple That's like moments. my new favorite thing. I mean, it's so it's a good, funny. It's good. It's so, he's so done with public life. He needs to drop out. So let me tell and you. And I know that's ironic because he's leading. Yeah. Which is really more of an indictment on America than it is on him as a person. Well, so uh, I have my, I have a lot of issues with the New York Times. Okay. Mm-hmm. One particular issue is that you go on you accidentally click an article and you're done like that's the only oh, article that the you're, you're allowed you to open that's one i thought, I thought you're gonna say like they lied to get us into the iraq war that's the problem i have with that. no but that's all that's already said and done this one is a problem <laughs> that people don't <laughs> it's talk a persistent problem yeah this is something people don't talk about this is bullshit i only get one fucking article from you mm-hmm. and then you make me pay I'm not paying for your garbage company. Anyway, with that said. Yeah, I don't, well, I, I prefer not to pay for reporting that helps get us into wars. Yeah. yeah. But with that said, they have a really cool chart of uh, the debate, and they had a bunch of people analyze it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people analyze it. Mm-hmm. And then they all like- How many it, progressives? Uh, it looks like there's like two, kind of two of everything. Maybe two re- like right-leaning, two centrists. Uh, a couple like maybe just left and then there's at least one progressive. <laughs> that just sounds to me like all centrists. Yeah. Because <laughs> the right, the people leaning right aren't that far right. Well, let me put it this way. They say the winner was either Booker or Bernie Sanders. Interesting. Yeah. So it's like two completely different candidates. So it, it, I have it's to a admit good that balance. Booker had some good Agreed. moments. Agreed. They also- And he went after Biden- Yes. And that was glorious. So they say Booker and Bernie had an average of 6.6 out of 10. So they were the the winners. Yeah. Uh, I can read some comments like uh, Gail Collins, who's clearly not a fan, said, don't you think, don't think you can be president when you sound this cranky. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Please do. Let uh, it, just let it out. Who is Gail Collins? No one no, cares. I, <laughs> who, who's the president right now? Dick Cheney? No. No. Oh, it's a nightmare. I can't remember. Oh, it's Trump. Yeah. yeah. 
Does he ever sound cranky? Yes. Every day like of his fucking life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's just, just um, as a matter of observational reality, that's yeah. obviously not true. Uh, Bianca Vivian Brooks scored Bernie 10 out of 10, saying he showed that he is both prepared for a fight and expecting to win at all costs. Uh, Bernie did have a pretty solid night. No. But the thing with Bernie is, and this is another- But all of his nights are pretty solid. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah. There's a thing with Bernie where it's just like, he's been saying the same things for so long. But that's what's smart. Right. Is that these like journalists and the other candidates get so into this like- here's our debate tactics and this is how we're going to attack the other, you know, and like they strategize it all. And Bernie's just like, I'm going to say the stuff I do. Yeah. Hey, but because he's also been saying it for so long, it's just part of who he is. Well, that's because you need to repeat things over and over again for people to, for it to sink in. And for Medicare for all, for example, it took like 30 years for that to sink in and now it has sunk in. But like Bernie's prepared for this kind of stuff. Yeah. He's not going to falter in a debate spotlight because he's just going to say the stuff that he always says. Exactly. Um, In comparison, Bianca Vivian Brooks uh, scored uh, Booker at three out of 10 and her really, yeah. And her uh, point is very important. The time for platitudes is over. He needs to put forth thoughtful policy solutions or bow, bow out of the race. Now, to be honest, that's interesting. Yeah. Because he could have, he could have had a great night, but he shouldn't be here. No. He shouldn't be here. But I feel like saying that, like, in that debate, he performed better than most of the other candidates. Yeah, but Bianca still doesn't believe that he put up enough policy. I mean, he had more policy than everybody but the the front four. Yeah. But again, I think that, that maybe there's more maybe, to no, that. Harris has more policy than he does. All I know is that, and this is no offense to Booker and to Harris and to Gabbard, but you shouldn't be in the race at this point. You're all still polling at 1% oh, yeah. or yeah. around 1%, depending yeah. on the poll. Like, even your most favorable polls show you at, like, 3%. Mm-hmm. Like, that's nothing, guys. It's Yang nothing. was there, too. And that was, like... Yeah, but Yang is still at least polling, at least to our, our, our real clear politics. There, He's polling at least at, like, 4%. Yeah. Which is not a lot, but at least it's compatible with like a honestly i feel like the next debate cutoff should be double digits it, it definitely should there's yeah. no point in having these people here anymore and if you follow the real clear politics that would also cut off Buttigieg, mm-hmm. who i believe after this which i don't think he had an amazing debate and then this whole um, no he would he had a bad debate. yeah he came off yeah he, let's he see did not have where a did debate. where did uh they put him and his little fight with tulsi gabbard that yeah. did not end well for him Again, attacking Tulsi, and I said this before the show, yeah. attacking Tulsi just, to, in my opinion, makes no political sense. Yeah. Because you're going after someone who is consistently pulling at 1%. Yeah. So like, oh, wow, you beat her down, let's say. Let's say he did, which he, I don't think he did. Well, it's a thing, yeah, because it's a no-win situation. Because no. either you do a good job yeah. and nothing happens, yeah. or you look like an idiot, which is what he did. Yeah, and you lose support yeah. because of that. Because he, he did, this is the other thing about Buttigieg, he said- in an interview that he would consider sending American troops into Mexico yeah. oh, to fight I the saw, drug war. I saw this. Literally, he said that. Literally saying military intervention. The dumbest yeah. policy you could possibly have on the drug war yeah. front. Absolutely terrible. And then he also wants some kind of, kind of mandatory service for uh, young people. I saw that too. Um, and and it's, it's odd because it's a very... F- 
backwards way of thinking. I mean, like there are well, some not- countries that still do it. Like Italy, you have to be in the military for, I think it's like one year, but you don't yeah. actually go out. But you- the thing is, all of those people, all those countries that do that, yeah. none of them are currently involved in like seven different wars. It's true. It's true. And it sounds like Buttigieg is willing to send troops anywhere. Yeah. It, it, they, that, <laughs> and he wants people? That's a good point. That's a good yeah. observation. If he's willing to say, I'll send troops to Mexico to fight the drug and war. And also, you must be in the army? Yeah. He's probably preparing for some a lot of military conflict. And yeah. that's just... And the thing is, all the wars that we've been in, it's enough. It's enough. Yeah. Like, he was, he was in the military. Yeah. But from what I understand, he had a desk job. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So he has no fucking idea. No. What he's talking about. No. No, 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 no. It's just, ah, it's funny because before I was fine with just ignoring Buttigieg. Mm -hmm. And I thought that it was kind of interesting that he was gaining some traction. But then when it became obvious that he would just say anything to win. Because before he had, his policy proposals were more progressive. Right. And it's like, oh, that's interesting. He's not, I don't think he's progressive enough to get my vote, but it was interesting. At and one then he point, just kept tracking further and further to the right. Listen, at one point it was it was close. <laughs> it was close. Um and before he ran for president. Like if you yeah. look at his old tweets and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you'd be like, "Oh, I can back this guy." Mm-hmm. Maybe not my preferred candidate, but yeah. if he becomes president, I think even both of us probably said that. Like, well, when we first knew who he was, we're like, yeah. "Well, if he wins, it's not the worst thing in the world." Yeah. But it's becoming very be. clear that it would be worse than any of them, including Biden. Yeah, he looks like he leans right on a lot of issues. Like he will lean wherever the donors yeah. tell him. Which to is lean. so sad yeah. and old. It's an yeah. old way of doing things, mm-hmm. and people like Bernie are trying to fight that. Um, well, see, here's the thing: he's doing what politicians always used to do. Right, is that they would see, okay, here's my here's what my advisors say is my path to victory, mm-hmm. because Bernie's got the left. Warren's got the, you know, some of the left. Right. And maybe more towards the center. And then Biden has the center, but he's old, so there's an opening. Right. And we need to take that. Where the style of politics I like is like what um, Bernie and Warren, to an extent, say, like, these are the things I believe. Sure. And I'm going to put them on the table, and you support me or you don't. Mm -hmm. But these are the things I believe. Right. And, you know, if you keep doing that for 30 years, all of a sudden you have a mass movement. And that's the crazy thing, too. It's like, let's say Buttigieg is actually a progressive in his head. Yeah. Okay? Let's say he actually is. And he's only saying and doing all these things because it's going to get him votes. If you look at Bernie and you look at Warren, Bernie's a little different because he had success from 2016, right? So, like, he had already a following going into this. Warren... Never ran for president before. And she's in second or third place. Consistent or first, second, or third place, depending on yeah. the poll. So those tactics work the way that those two are doing. Yeah. It. it works. So what makes you think you couldn't? As a gay progressive. Now that just makes me think that deep inside, maybe it was the progressives that he was trying to appease to. That's what I was thinking. And yeah. the actual people is the one that we're seeing now. Maybe. I just think that he doesn't have very deeply held beliefs. Probably not. And so he's yeah. just like, whatever. By the way, whatever I Whatever gets read, me to win. I have to I'll read, say that. I have to read two comments on uh, Amy Klobuchar from this New York Times thing. Oh, I forgot about Amy Klobuchar. Who 
pulled or who got third place on this list of like how these candidates only did. because msnbc went out of their way to ask her every question yeah and, and i think there's a reason why and one of the comments of course they desperately wanted to be the candidate so the one comment from bianca vivian brooks the one who supported bernie uh her lukewarm policy ideas and weak one-liners have no staying power in this race very true but then uh oh God, nicole Trump would eat her for lunch oh yeah oh my god yeah Nicole Hemmer, who's another person that uh, I guess works for the Times here. If you're searching for a centrist to love, and a lot of Democrats are, Klobuchar made a strong case that she's your woman. Even her ex-boyfriends are Team Klobuchar. Oh, my God. There's so much wrong with that statement. One, Democrats are not looking for centrists. We're looking to get rid of centrists. The proof is in the pudding. We're, we're replacing people like, uh, what's his fucking face from New York with AOC? Yeah. Like, that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. So we're not, if that's the case, if Nicole Hemmer was right, and Democrats are looking for centrists to believe in, then uh, what's his name? I, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Crowley? Crowley, Joe Crowley, yeah. would still be in Congress. Mm-hmm. So that's clearly not the case, okay? Also, there's, I mean, there's Biden. Right. There's Harris. Yeah. But Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Yeah. But Biden and Harris specifically are much better candidates I than know. Klobuchar. Oh, I know. I know. Rhetorically. Yeah. <laughs> Even with the fact that Joe Biden can't speak, he's still <laughs> rhetorically more interesting. By the way, Joe Biden, Klobuchar. on this average, he- he did not, according to even to the the people who voted here, did not have a good night. No. Um, he didn't. He seems intent on glorifying a past that he only worked for the few. Uh, he held his ground, but continues to think more uh, think more intelligently than he speaks. It <laughs> sounds like me. That's so me. I also don't think that's true. I think he thinks exactly the way he speaks. Yeah, I, I'm I don't think there's that. a whole. I don't think there's a real bright light in there. No. Uh, the the losers in this were uh, Tom Steyer, who only averaged a 3.6. Yeah. Another example of a person who shouldn't be here. Uh, I got to read some of these comments because they're fucking, they're short and yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Like no one went in depth on Tom Steyer. Um, Marine Dowd, one out of 10. What an offensive waste of money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gail Collins, a billionaire has, uh, a billionaire has to sound way more accessible. Michael Bloomberg's taking note. Yeah. Uh, Michael Bloomberg, take note, comma, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, people are just over yeah. the billionaire thing, which, Steyer, yeah, which, pointless. which makes sense, which is particularly annoying because it sounds like there's two more billionaires joining the race. Two more. Yeah. Who's the, the second? The ex-governor of, uh, Massachusetts announced. What's his name? Uh, I can't remember. Patrick Duvall, I think. Okay. Let's, let's dissect no, that Duvall for a Patrick. second. Let's dissect this. Whatever. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Because who the fuck is that? Number one, Mm -hmm. you're not even going to get the support of Massachusetts because you have Warren. Yeah, exactly. Okay? So you're going against Elizabeth Warren, who's literally the second or first or third choice for most of this country, and you're an unknown governor. Yeah. And you're just going to enter the race. Mm Mm-hmm. It's so fucking dumb. It's idiotic. I know. I agree. Bloomberg running is idiotic. Yeah, but to be honest with you, idiotic. if they're going to draw away from some of the centrists, come on in. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. I'll have every one of you motherfuckers in the race. Agreed. Yeah. Let's get another time. Mark mean, Cuban. I mean, Bloomberg. I, well, here's the thing. I'd when, like Mark Cuban to join the race right now. I would. When Bloomberg not for his policy. is in the polls, he directly takes from Biden. Mm-hmm. Every poll they've done. Yeah. It looks like it for sure. So- 
Great. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Let Come on in. in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay with this. But apart from that, this is it's ridiculous. And by the way, while we're on this, because uh, I don't even remember what we were talking about before. Um, <laughs> um, this ad from CN or this ad, this article from uh, CNBC, Mike Bloomberg. Listen, first of all, let's let's dissect that. Don't call him Mike. It's too personal. It's Michael. Michael Bloomberg is buying millions of dollars in TV ads ahead of a potential 2020 run. So it, he's adding his name to more and more states. He's buying ad time. Ad time he's yeah. getting computer time for like uh, YouTube ads and stuff like that. He's going to run. Yeah, he's he officially is. going yeah. to run. Uh, billionaire Michael Bloomberg, not Mike, is putting up a $5 million ad buy. Uh, the company so updated CNBC late Friday stupid. that the total ad buys was up to $12 million oh my God. total. Oh my Bloomberg's God. team has previously said that he plans to spend over $100 million if he runs. Wow. So he's going he's gonna to target this. Yeah. And I can see the ads right now developing in my head. It's going to be an attack on those r- radical left Democrats like Warren and yeah, Sanders. That's, that's all it is. I know. If anybody it's thinks that he actually wants to win the presidency, he probably does. Knowing he knows he's not going to be able yeah. to win, but he just wants to damage. Yeah. But I think by doing that, you're just going to make their case for them. Yeah. And then I'd like to end on this too about Michael Bloomberg. He came out not that long ago. As gay? No. <laughs> I don't want him part of my. He does community. seem kind of gay. No, no, he's not. <laughs> Don't insult gay people. <laughs> you homophobe. <laughs> but he did a press conference where he denounced the stop and frisk policy that he started. Oh, yeah. That it was wrong. That. And it's just like, you've had years to say this was yeah, wrong. Yeah, but you wait. But you wait till you're yeah. running for president. You know why? Because people brought it up. I know, but it's just so nakedly self-serving. Listen, if I ever run for president... I'm not going to address everything I've ever said in these podcasts. No. When people f- dissect it and they no. find out, no. then I'm going to have to apologize a lot. <laughs> 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 like, like, you know, it's it's going to happen. Mm. It, it, well, I'm, I'm not running for president. I was going to say, oh, it's going to happen? You, you don't want to announce something? <laughs> You're gonna run yes, Austin, I, Tom Adelina, have announced my bid for president of the United States in 2020. 50 <laughs> <laughs> okay i gotta prepare i have to go door to door and as a one-man team it's gonna be oof it's gonna be a while well, if, if you win i should at least get a job in the cabinet yeah for sure okay, um i actually considered uh because one day i plan on moving uh, out of this hell hole of pennsylvania and my i'm really 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 looking at moving to vermont specifically bernie did expose me to vermont and i started looking into burlington just to find out about bernie uh but i found out how much i really like burlington like no it, people love Burlington. it yeah. is it is a place i can see myself spending the rest of my life at mm-hmm. um if that's the case maybe one day i will run for congress but in a state that i can win because my ideas are not going to run yeah. here. A, a gay democratic socialist is not going to win in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I might get shot. I might be the next Harvey Milk, but um, not the next congressman from Pennsylvania. So maybe one day. And then, <laughs> But then I'm going to have to answer questions. <laughs> it's yeah. like, why did you say this on episode 25 <laughs> of Dumb All Over? <laughs> it's like, guys, I don't remember this. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I always imagine that would be... Or I imagine that's going to be a Jenk Uger's problem too. Oh yeah, 
Well, it already we talked about this. I want to say oh, yeah. last week, but it was yeah. literally three last, days ago yeah. uh, when we recorded this. Yeah. But like the last episode, we talked about yeah. this. The first thing that people are criticizing him for is this com- the comments he made about women, yeah. which were stupid comments. They yeah. were. But the thing is, like, he's also said other things in his show after he became liberal. Oh yeah, that are, that are questionable. Yeah, of course, because he he was on so many. Yeah. Like it's just so many hours yeah. of recordings of oh, him. Yeah. I know. But the thing is, That's after what I'm after about. Trump, it all kind of feels. Like pointless. Yeah, but again, it, it, you've made this point so many times. It's pointless if you're a Republican. Yeah, Democrats. But it might become that way mm, on the Democratic side too. I don't know. Kate, I think well, well it definitely I, depends more on what you say. Look at Katie Hill. Yeah, that's Katie, true. Yeah. Katie Hill's a prime example. Yeah, what she did, she she fucking slept with a staffer. Yeah, and that's it. And that's yeah. enough for her to get so much pressure from both sides. And it was a campaign staffer. Yeah. It wasn't a. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a low-level staffer. Yeah. It's like George Papalopoulos. Yeah. You know? It's like, except I don't you want- just brought me coffee. That's it. <laughs> but my point is, it's like- I don't even know who he is. If the Democrats all banded on her side and was like, listen, Katie, this is not a big deal. We're going to fight for you and you're going to remain a congresswoman. Yeah. Then I would agree with what you just said. Yeah. But the fact that like this comes out and a week later, she's no longer in office. Oh, yeah. That's enough to tell me that Democrats are still- the moral they still have there's a moral even in the ones who have been bought there's this yeah. moral in the back of their head they're like yeah for some things yeah 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 i mean supporting like war and slaughter yeah that's like, fine al franken but, al franken right? al Frank- well that was i was thinking that's like the first test case yeah, yeah. because like al franken uh had a, cl- a couple questionable photographs photo why did i say it like that <laughs> photographs um and everyone in those photographs defended him and said no. this is not what it looks like no. but it was still not they got he got enough pressure where he ended up leaving no i know you know yeah, how good al franken would have been right now during the impeachment inquiries well he would have been in the senate so oh that's right he was a senator yeah but he still it would have been very vocal it would have been it would have been interesting yeah uh i'm anyway. not saying yeah i'm not I sh- i'm not really defending him because he still did some you know no. question and he's a centrist so fuck him too yeah <laughs> But yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, we're not ready. Democrats are not ready to defend no. um, people, so I'm a little worried about Jenks' uh, former comments. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. We'll see. But uh, but anyway, yeah. So I feel like that's that's probably a good place to wrap it up. Already? Yes. Yeah. How long have we been talking? An hour and twenty minutes. What? Yeah. <laughs> Just shut me up, Austin. You gotta be like Tom. Stop <laughs> yapping. <laughs> Damn, that was the quickest hour and a <laughs> hour and almost a half ever. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Um, wow. All right. So, do you have anything else to add? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. By the way, I'm working on a pre-recorded Tom. Oh, are you? That I think no, you're going to like. It's going to be, it's different. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, doing it, I'm doing it at my home, quietly, you know, <laughs> because- I can't be around people when I'm doing this. Is it going to be like a very quiet recording? Like, this is Tom. Ooh, ooh, a little ASMR? Yes. Yeah. Hey, oh, mm. throw it to ASMR, Tom. <laughs> is, is that this yeah. show's pre-recorded? Yeah. It's like, okay, guys, everyone, hi. Make sure you join Twitter. No, I'm not doing that. Then we could definitely get Heath to listen. <laughs> <sighs> I still feel like he wouldn't. Uh, no, yeah. Probably not. So, all right, well, we can end it there. Uh, hey, listeners. Thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. You know, 
means a lot to us. Yeah. Uh, if you want to stay in touch with the show and you want to stay connected, as the content creators say these days, <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Life Left Life at Left Lane Pod. It's something like Life. This is Lane. why we need a pre-recorded. Time. Yes, yeah, because I wouldn't even drink anymore. I know. I'm just naturally drunk. That's. <laughs> I'm really, I'm just naturally drunk. Uh, what did I say? Left Lane Pod. That's Twitter. Uh, also Instagram at Left Lane Pod. I think and, everything is Left Lane And Pod. Facebook at Left Lane Pod. <laughs> um, but more importantly, if you are one of the many Americans who are just making too much money. <laughs> <laughs> and We're talking you, to you, Walton family. Yes. <laughs> and Jeff Bezos. Yes. The obvious people who would donate to our show yeah. if you just... <laughs> well we do have a pro billionaire oh wait a second <laughs> i think i had mentioned something about putting them in guillotines <laughs> <laughs> you did oh i would never get in the mil- the billionaire backers no. good i don't want them um if you do have that problem and it's a bad problem to have and you should feel very ashamed and you have money in your wallet and you need to get rid of it i have the place for you yeah uh bernie's campaign <laughs> patreon.com <laughs> forward slash left lane pod listen i love my boy but guess what he's got money <laughs> he's good you know what i found out today what you find out that today they Austin? emailed me about um my donations up till now mm-hmm. i've given 257 dollars to nice. bernie so far <laughs> nice nice i got a long way to catch uh, to go to catch up because i only give like three dollars a month <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So they're like, thank you for your fifteen total dollars. <laughs> like, no problem. You buy yourself a sticker with that, all right? <laughs> it feels like such a small amount, yeah. but I just, I at least I contributed a little bit, you know. Yeah, well, I have a six dollar recurring donation, but I've given a bunch of times on top yeah. of that. Yeah, I want to buy some merch. I'd rather do that because mm. that way I can. I've gotten add- a lot of stickers from them. There you go. Like I can advertise Bernie like all in my living room in my apartment. This <laughs> just Bernie. It's becoming it's becoming a kink. <laughs> I felt the burn. Yeah. <laughs> then you need to see a doctor if you're feeling a burn. Well, luckily in New York we have clinics for free. All right, like this place. Well, all right, you socialists. Um, yeah, yeah Patri- need Manhattan, the socialist <laughs> utopia. You know that on the island on which I live, yeah. they literally have Wall Street. Yeah. Like the Wall Street that people rail against is literally a street yeah, where I, I live. I know. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you're right. Socialist utopia. <laughs> it's next to Wall Street. We have Wall Street. <laughs> Oh, and Bloomberg. Does he still live in New York? Yeah, we haven't forced him to move to Florida yet. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. Soon, after we start digging into his past. Uh, But yeah, patreon.com forward slash left lane pod. You can check out our tiers. Uh, We have a bunch of cool content for you there. So make sure that you give us all of your money. Uh, also, if you're still listening at this point in the show, thank you. Mm-hmm. Much appreciate it. If you want to leave us a uh, a, 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 a rating, I think that's what they call yeah, them rating, these days, yeah. on iTunes, uh, yeah, do that, and we'll read it on the show. Mm-hmm. I, I check it before every show, so there's that. So, yeah, I guess that's it. Well, also, if- um, Is there more? Oh, wait, have, there's more. If you have a funny comment- Oh, yeah. Oh, or observation- when we tweet out the episode link, yes, retweet it yes. if you're on Twitter yes. or if you're on Facebook, share it. Yes. And then whatever your comment is, if it's funny enough, we'll read it at the we'll, end of the show. We'll, we'll read it. And yeah. did, did we have anything from last week? 
No, because this is the first time we've announced it. <laughs> no, we talked about it last week. Did we? Yeah. Maybe I just don't remember. <laughs> yeah, we totally talked about That's this. Really we unveiled the new plan last week <laughs> yeah. at this exact moment. Sweet. So yeah. I feel like I'm doing it twice. Yeah. So. Well, we, we'll keep pushing it until it becomes a normal yeah. thing for yeah. sure. Um, also, on a, I know we won't drag this on too much longer. The world in the life in the eye of Jeff Goldblum or whatever the official title is, <laughs> yeah. greatest show ever created. Yeah. Go watch it. If you haven't listen, I hate Disney. I think Disney is a terrible company. Uh, they're getting they're getting better. I understand. I have someone. Are uh, they? Yeah, they are. I have a friend oh, okay. who's like so into Disney. He knows every single thing about Disney, and he's informed That's me. That's a little frightening. Very. It's like have a conversation with him. It's it's interesting. Mm. Not frightening. It's just it's fascinating. Like very much interested in Disney. But as a result, I'm learning <laughs> that things are improving. Um, but it's still a shit ass company. But. Get Disney Plus just for this Jeff Goldblum Jeff show. Goldblum. It is so good. Yeah. It is so good. And if you are one who partakes in smoking of the marijuana. Yeah. In the states where it's legal. And illegal. Smoke it. <laughs> get fucked in the face with weed and watch this show. It'll change your life. I'm fucked in the face yeah. with weed. Yeah. Is it's that your cover, cover. band? <laughs> I have I one, have Joe. one. I'll tell you after because Joe, who's slacking, I'm gonna call him out. Wow! He, no, he's slacking. He knows we have a show. But we're, he knows we're back, right? Mm-hmm. Come on, Joe. Jesus Christ! Come on, okay. Joe. Poor Joe. <laughs> no, not poor Joe. I want to see the the notifications that the Soda Wada 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 is <laughs> commenting on. This is the cover band. If not, it's unacceptable. You're okay. about to lose your position. <laughs> Fair enough. There's a lot of applicants, yeah. Joe. Austin, Austin, are there any applicants? Uh, no. <laughs> it's just. Uh, yeah, Joe. There's a lot of applicants, so make sure you don't <laughs> fuck it up. Same with that Buttigieg fact, Stephen. <laughs> a lot of people lining up to tell us about the UK. Totally. Oh, the uh, world actually sans yeah, America. Sorry. I will say this before we go. Stephen will be coming back on the show very soon. Mm, yeah. uh, if you're unaware of not America news. The UK, UK is about to have their elections. Oof. Jeremy yeah. Corbyn is looking like could have Prime Minister Corbyn. Yeah, <laughs> which would change a lot. Yes, it would. A lot, like where I live. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You're going to England. All right, Stephen, he needs a place. Yeah, um, I need a place to crash. Stephen. But literally, the next day after the elections, um, Stephen will be on our show to mm, talk. I will about be on a plane, <laughs> and you will be doing this from a plane. Okay, <laughs> I will be here. In Pennsylvania, yeah. counting the teeth in everyone's mouths, <laughs> which is actually not that hard because it's about yeah, three. you only need one hand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, and normally you need just one hand. Uh, anyway, have a great week. We'll be back next week with a whole lot more of this, whatever oh, this God. fucking show has become. <laughs> and uh, what? <laughs> and we will just one hand jerk our way through the next episode. Oh man, I prefer Lefty. Honestly, <laughs> gives his best. Gives it a little, <laughs> a little different. Um, okay, we good. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Thank you, everybody, for, for listening again, oh. and uh, we'll catch you next week. <laughs> <laughs>